This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. An excellent wife who can find a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Thus far, our text. Dear friends in Christ, the feast of Mary Magdalene? Well, that's kind of an awkward thing to talk about, isn't it? I mean, she's only mentioned a little less than a dozen times in the Holy Scriptures, and mostly in regards to the resurrection account. And while we only hear a few times from her in the scriptures, we hear all about her from the Discovery Channel and the History Channel and all those revisionists seeking to undermine Christianity. Maybe you've heard a few of the crazy things said about Mary Magdalene a woman whose reputation has been dragged through the mud. Wasn't she a prostitute? The Bible doesn't say that. Dan Brown said she was Jesus' secret wife. And he based that on nothing. Just because she's a woman mentioned in the scripture? We even have crazy, radical feminist women who hold up Mary Magdalene as a liberated woman. Look, she's out following her own way. Sort of a hippie in the ancient times. None of these things are helpful. None of these things are true. But Mary is important because we see in Mary Magdalene how much God values all women and their roles in our world. God values all women and he values them so much that the very first eyewitness to the resurrected Jesus was Mary Magdalene. Jesus calls her by name, Mary. They're on first name basis. And so the woman who had come to weep at the death of her Lord is greeted instead by him alive, preaching the word of life, comforting her in her time of sorrow. That's how much God values women. He tells them first of the resurrection. And it's no surprise because God has always valued women from creation even up to our modern age. It's for that reason that God formed the woman from the side of the man, that she might stand beside him as a helpmate in sickness in health, in riches, in poverty, challenges and weakness, good times and bad. 
God did not make woman from man's foot as if the man was to stomp her down into subjugation. God did not make the woman from the man's head as if she was to rule over him. God, in his wisdom, created her with flesh from his side. He ripped a big chunk out and made the woman, and then he restored the man and the wife into one flesh with his beautiful gift of holy matrimony. This shows from the beginning how God valued the woman and the special task that he gave her to accomplish. And that praise of women continues in our Old Testament lesson for today. An excellent wife is to be valued, Solomon writes. A wife of noble character is far more precious than jewels. Her husband trusts in her. Her children rejoice in her. Her neighbors respect her. Her community honors her. Her church family supports and blesses her. Her God blesses her. And so that you might understand the importance of women in this sinful world, God, through his Holy Spirit, takes a whole chapter of Proverbs to lay out how much he values her. This valuation of women by God is completely different than the way that the world values woman. God values woman because he created her, because he redeemed her through his only begotten son, and because he's sanctified her and brought her into his own eternal family by his word and sacrament. God values a woman because he knit her entire body together just the way that it ought to be. He values woman because he created her to do things that a man cannot do. Grow a child inside her body. Give birth to a child with her body. Feed and sustain a child with her body. If that's not to be valued, Nothing is. God made the woman strong enough to give birth, but also tender enough to love sinful man. He created her to love in a way that men struggle to understand so that she might care for her children with a love that reflects the very love God has for mankind. God loves all, and in the same way, a woman loves her children. God values women so much that when the time was right, he put himself into the care 
of a young handmaiden, the Virgin Mary. He allowed her to feed him, to care for him, to raise him, to teach him to walk, to change his dirty diapers. God in Jesus is beloved by woman. Think about that for just a little while. It's incredible to consider. That's how God values women. But sinful humanity in a fallen world value women in a completely backwards way from God. The world values woman not for who God says that she is, but rather by what the fallen world wants her to be. The world judges her body, her personality, her appearance, her promiscuity, and is quick to tell her where she falls short. The world values woman conditionally. If you do what we want, then we'll like you. If you rise to the top, then we'll like you. If you flaunt yourself, then we'll like you. The world tells woman it's liberating to photograph your naked body and post it on the internet. The world values woman as an object to be used for the desires of others, not as a person to be treasured, and often demands that that use be only temporary, with no commitment, no ring, no death, Till death do we part. The world values woman as an object to be looked at and ogled, not to be honored and beloved. And by its demands, the world shows that it doesn't really care about woman at all. Even as the pressure mounts more and more to say the opposite. God values woman. The world does not. Dear Christian, do you? How do you value women? Men, do you objectify women? Do you roll from one woman to another? until you tired of the one you're with? Do you keep the marriage bed pure and holy as the book of Hebrews declares, saving yourself for the wife that God gifts to you? Do you look at pornography, turning women into objects, hurting the relationship that you have with your own wife? By doing so, do you mistreat your spouse? Do you physically or verbally abuse her or belittle her? 
Do you take her word as the truth, trusting her with all that you have, as Proverbs said? Do you question her? Do you spy on her? Do you jealously keep her? Do you act as head of the household for your wife's good? Or do you lord your authority over her? Do you pull her up to stand by you? Or do you crush her under your feet? Do you love her as Christ loved the church, giving himself up for her, as is written in the book of Ephesians? Do you love her knowing that God loves and values her? and has blessed you with her in your life. Women, how do you value yourself? Do you keep yourself holy according to God's command and word? Do you value yourself based on what God says about you? Or... Do you listen to the relentless voice of society judging you for outward appearances, your body shape, your physical beauty, and more? Do you act with a chaste heart in your actions, saving yourself only for the husband God has given you? Do you love and support your husband? Do you care for what God has placed into your hands? Or you, do you desire more than what God has given? Do you believe God's word? Are you respectful and kind? Do you submit to your God-given husband as to Christ the Lord? Are you willing to stand by the side of your husband? Or has the curse of sin from Genesis driven you to try and subjugate your husband? The truth is, dear Christian men and women, all of us fail. All of us sin. We need to repent of our valuation of God's creation. We need to repent of thinking that we have a better word than what God says. We, both men and women, need to trust what God teaches us about the value of women. That they have value because God has created them and redeemed them by his blood. By the blood poured out from the body of his only begotten son. We need to believe that God calls and sanctifies them making them a part of his beautiful bride, the church, cleansing her by the washing of water and the word. We ought to value women in just the same way that God does. After all, God loves them and loves you.
so much that he gave Jesus for your sin, for your wrongdoing, for your guilt, for your shame. God has clothed all of you in the robe of Christ's righteousness, a garment stained white by the blood of the Lamb, a truly amazing wedding dress for the bride of Christ, the church, to wear as they receive all the good gifts that he pours out. Do you doubt it? That Jesus died for you? Do you doubt it? That he rose from the dead and is alive even right now? Listen to the word of Scripture. Where Mary Magdalene, a sinful woman who had had demons driven out of her body, witnessed the very resurrection of our Lord and proclaimed that truth. Dear Christian, now that you are washed in the blood of Jesus, you are free to honor women in just the way that God tells us to. As our Old Testament lesson says, as far more precious than jewels, trusted by her husband, as she does good and not harm, as she works alongside her husband to care for her family, as she rises early and goes to bed late to care for those that she loves, as she is modest and chaste, as she cares for the needy and the poor, as she fears the Lord and worships his name alone. A wife of noble character is just like this. It is every Christian woman in Christ. And all of us ought to treasure that gift. For all of us dwell in that same forgiveness, that same mercy, that same care. We as Christians ought to value all women, as our Old Testament lesson declares. This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, by God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it. <laughs>